Welcome to 2021, our year of the supernatural. We believe that in this year, as prophesied, your life will go above and beyond the natural and that it will be positively and supernaturally changed through this sermon. The teaching you're about to listen to will challenge you, strengthen and transform you to live the victorious life you were created to enjoy. Listen and be blessed. Let us read Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47. Acts 2, 42 to 47. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. One to go. Breaking of bread and in prayers. Uh-huh. Wonders and signs were done through apostles. Uh-huh. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common. Mm-hmm. And sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. Mm-hmm. So continually with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who are being saved. I believe that's the last verse. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity you've given unto us. Even as we listen to your word, O God, I ask, O God, that you'll you will touch my heart, my tongue, O oh God, to be able to speak your oracles, O oh God, and may it come forth with power and with clarity. May it change your, your people's lives, O oh God. It, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, do we pray and give thanks. Amen. So we've been studying about the underground church. Cindy, how many of us have been listening to that, those sermons? I believe most of us. And you have not, if you have not been listening to the sermons, they are our own podcast on a, a channel called Pastor Bonnie Bahati, all right? So we've been studying about the underground church, and we have come to see that the underground church is basically the love groups. And we have been taught a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And from the very first thing, the very first thing that we were taught, we were taught about following God's pattern. And we saw that God has a pattern of how things should be done. Cindy and we were told the patterns that that were given to Moses the pattern of the anointing oil the tabernacle, which other one? priesthood installation and carrying the ark of the covenant right? and from there we were taught on the pattern of the tabernacle and all that and now we reach to the love group system and from the love group systems we were also taught about the underground church and who is a disciple and what is a love group? I believe all of us, we are, up to, we are together up to that point. Cindy, I'll, I'll not repeat anything. We were also taught about the facts of a love group and the benefits of a love group. Okay? So up to that point, I want to introduce something new. How to begin love groups. How to begin? How to begin love groups. And from what we have been taught before, 
that one of the benefits of the of love groups it it has to benefit benefit to the kingdom of God and benefit to oneself. So through the kingdom of God, we say that it makes it possible for continuous prayers to be made for the effect of the spiritual atmosphere of various communities and many other things. They also become the care unit of the church. And in this house, or for the visitors, love groups are basically small groups where we go to fellowship. That is what in Catholic they call it ushirika. Maybe in your, where you came from, you call it in another language. But here, we call it cell group, but here we call them love groups. That is the, small, the smallest unit that we have to reach out to people. And it's also the weekday church in our church, okay? Because we believe that in our church, we are not just Sunday Christians. We go to church in, in, the, in the house of God and also in homes, all right? So, how to begin love groups? We find that we have been told this over and over again by our man of God, that love groups are a tool of evangelism. And I believe that before we went on a break, you were using that as a tool of evangelism to make sure that people come to church, right? How many people have come to church through love group? Let us start from there. Oh, quite a number. I, I wanted to see if so someone I invited has lifted their hands. I would have embarrassed you right now. <laughs> Thank God. So, and uh, for, you, for you to be in a love group or to start a love group, one must be fully persuaded to run it. Not just being in a love group, but you should be fully persuaded to run it. So if we gave you a love group today, Tony, if we give you, gave you a love group today, will you be able to run a love group? Jose, Devi, will you be able to run a love group if we gave you one? And you, you have said that even in this church, it is one of our greatest tools of evangelism. Like right now, we are saying that we need more people in our church. And for us to get the many people in our church, we need to reach out to them through our love groups. Our love groups where you are, for example, if you live in this area, there's a love group in this area. And the people of this area, you're supposed to reach out to them through the love group so that they can, when they are in the love group, they are able to find friends there first before you come to church, so that you don't come to church as a stranger, all right? I remember when this was, there's someone I reached out to, and uh, this guy told me, you see, I can't come, and asked him why. I can't come because I'll be a stranger. You'll be out there, and when I come, I'll just be all alone. And I told him, you see, when you come to our love group, you will find friends there first. When you find friends there first, you'll be able, well, even when you come to church, you'll not be looking for me you'll already have other nine people who are already your friends. So how does mama tupekiyako? Sindio, and I believe most of us, that has been our story. Okay? Sindio kweli? Eh, wengine weno muna niangalia. Isi lesa monia, amen. Today is just a teaching. Okay, so, and uh, we are still on how to, be, how to begin love groups, Okay? Follow closely, I'm getting somewhere. And as a love group shepherd, you cannot delegate to someone without the vision to just do it. The motivation has to come from the leader. That is why our pastor has taken his sweet time, one month plus, teaching us about the underground church. Because if he has the vision for it, it's, it's, it trickles down all the way. That's why even the anointing trickles down from the head of Aaron to the beards to the... Ay, how much your scripture? 
my God. Uh, the anointing doesn't come like this. It will not come from a, a new person this way. The anointing comes from here, this way. The vision is cut, cast from the head. Sindio, ata ukimwagiliwa majisai, ama tutrai, tujaribu na mtu. Who is willing? Eh? We start with Kim Nyotu because of what he's doing to me. I forgive you. No, leave Stanley alone. Eh. So, if, if we were to pour water on someone, it's going to start from the head, trickling down this way. So, even for a vision, it has to start from the head. The head, the head in this church, in this church, the head is a pastor. The the leader has to cast the vision for us. I believe even right now, some, some people were, were kept asking themselves, how do we run love groups? But now, I believe by now you, you understand how to run a love group. Someone was actually telling me, I cannot wait for this season to start for me to be a shepherd. For you to start a love group, it has to be, you have to cast the vision of, on your people, even as an elder, even as a love group shepherd. You have to have the, catch the vision of a man of God first so that it trickles down to the members, all right? And you ha- need to have a motivation to even start this thing. Sinukweli? Higher. And love group system should be the key to revival and evangelism. We've already said that. And the members also, uh, you as the members, you should be fully persuaded that this thing is for you. This week I've been reading testimonies of so many of us, of how God has helped you through love groups. Your shepherd prayed for you and you were sick. You got healed, your house was being locked, you got rent, you didn't have school fees, you got a sponsor for your school fees. What else? People have gotten scholarships, so many testimonies, and I believe most of us have gotten testimonies out of love groups. So for you to get a testimony, it just, does, just doesn't come like that. It has to come from somewhere. So if you come to this church and you don't believe whatever is being said on the altar, do you think even if your blessing was hanging somewhere in the atmosphere will come on you? It will not. It will only come on you if you believe what you're being taught. All right? So for the love, for you to be, so you, the members are support, need to be fully persuaded about the formation of love group and that the love groups are there to benefit them. And if it, they don't see it that way, if they don't see it that way, the following will happen to them. Number one, what happens when you do not believe in a love group or get fully persuaded in a love group? Number one, the system will bog down and begin to stagnate. The system will bog down and begin to stagnate. Cells will meet for fellowship only, and there will be no fellowship or evangelism. What does this mean? When, personally, I thought that cell groups or love groups are just for fellowship. As meeting with this number of people saying what we have been taught, and that's it. We can go home comfortably. See, my soul has, is nourished. His soul is nourished, and we are okay. But what we have come to learn during this series is that the love group, it's supposed to be a tool of evangelism to the church. See, that's what we have learned. Uh, the love group is supposed to be a tool of evangelism for the church. So if we do not, we just meet for fellowship, our church will not grow. Because we have said again, Love groups are the first tool of evangelism. Even in this church, the, the love groups are the first tool of evangelism. Number two, if we don't believe in this thing, 
if we're not fully persuaded, this is what happens. Number two, meetings will, be, will become ritualistic or the glories will come under the influence of personalities. What does this mean? Let me repeat that again. Meetings will become ritualistic or the glories will come under the influence of personalities. This means that it will become something useless and harmful. This is, this, what, this is what this means. In your love group, you're given something called a study sheet. I believe all of you know a study sheet, right? And it has from, from the previous week, this is what we learned. And in this new week, Jenny always writes it. Begin with a word of prayer. And you decide from the first part to the last part, that is how you will do it. Beginning with a word of prayer, right? And then after that, this is what we learned. After that, pray for people's needs. And, and no, start with a song. Then ask for people's needs. Then pray. And then announcements. See, that's how it's like. So if we continue doing the same thing, I'm not saying that is wrong. That is how it's supposed to be. Because we are going to cast out demons in love groups, which is not supposed to be like that, right? Because even if you come to church, we don't start with preaching and then announcements and then present worship and then, and that's it. And then dancing stars, and then that's it. There's a, there's a pattern for it, right? So even in love groups, I'm not saying whatever you are doing is wrong, but you're supposed to make sure it's not like a ritual. You know, a ritual is a pattern. When I watch those Nigerian movies, I told you that my pastor said that my nanny really likes Nigerian movies. So sometimes I find myself watching them. Now, you, no, you enter without shoes, then you enter like this, then there's something you're supposed to say, and then, eh? then after that, you're told what to do. Like there's a pattern for that ritual. Even when you come to the house of God, or you go for this love group, there's supposed to be a pattern for it. But make sure it doesn't end up being a ritual. It is not monotonous. Make sure there's something that stands out in your love group. Sawa sawa? Sawa sawa? Tuko pamoja. Because even in, in the Bible, verse no, 46, so the Bible says, so continuing daily with one accord in the temple. What that does this mean? If you're continuing daily with something, for example, if we come to church daily, that's a continuation of something, right? And when we come to church during a service, we have the same consistency of the way we do things, all right? So if they continue daily in one accord, that's the same thing we're supposed to do even in our love groups. You continue daily with everything you do. By daily, I don't mean until you go to love group every day. You continue with whatever you do each and every time. You do what? You meet, all right? And number three, on that one, number three. The system will become a cancer on the local body if the love group leaders are not required to report to their superiors and pastors. The system will become a cancer on local body if the love group leaders are not required to report regularly to their pastors or their leaders. Whatever we just wrote, what, what did I tell you it is? If you're not persuaded, that is what will become to the church. Sindio, 
Okay, now we are getting to how to select love group shepherds. But before we get there, I want to give you a story. One day, a certain person was living in Thika Road. But this person completed school and decided to move to Rongai. So when they moved to Rongai, they were told, you know what, our church is still very new and we're starting love groups. So you have to start a love group in your house. Umehama, you are living with people. Now you've come to Rongai. Rongai, you're told you need to start a love group. And of course, this person is me, by the way. <laughs> you're following? So my worry was, I don't have seats. Where will people come and sit? Because from where I was coming from, I was just from campus. We were, like we were living two, three of us, then we got to two of us. Then all of a sudden, gas near Huyu, Kitty near Yule, Carpet near Yule, Hey, Kisu near Yule, Jikon near Huyu. Like, you know how we live. At least we are young people, we understand these things. So here I am. I've been told to start a love group. Do I have seats? I have gotten a one bedroom house. Mocha mzuri bariti. Lakini sina viti. So I was wondering, I was asking first, guy, like, you know the situation in my house, eh? Why are you telling me to start a love group? And by then, I remember we were planning our wedding. And I was wondering, guy, that's a love group. How will people sit? Of course, you know, when you come to church, there's a way people see when they're like, hey, maybe we'll let them the goals, by the way. We'll not get, come and see my house. I only had a 3kg, not even a 6kg. Unaonaka like a 3kg meko. What are ile yako 6kg? Mie had a 3kg one. Kanusu. Kanaka like a fire extinguisher. It's somewhere, by the way, that's gagas somewhere in this compound. So, I have that one. My kitchen, of course, I have a very big, okay, it wasn't big, but unajua ukiwa peke yako... Sitting room was a whole hole because it has nothing. And then the bedroom only has a bed. So my pastor has told me, you need to start a love group in your house. At that point, we, were, we had loggerheads. I was at loggerheads with my parents because they want this for my wedding. I want this. And I told them, you know what? It's okay. They got to a place where they told me, you know what? It's either you choose what we are telling you, ama ufote yoka nisayako. Ha, mi, mi, ni nani? You, you don't know where I'm coming from, right? My parents didn't know where I was coming from. I told them, let me tell you, Jesus will take care of me. They told me, oh, Jesus will take care of you. Okay, wacha akulipia school fees, wacha akulipia rent, wacha akupatia stipend. Mimi na Yesu wangu, kumbia God, unaona vile umenifanya? Unaona chenye nafanyua juye mkukufuata? Haya, when yangusha ujua tukona wewe, nikiaibika tukona wewe? Tukona wewe. So, fast forward, we start a love group. Where I was living, there were no many students. And if the students who are there are people who live with their parents. If you live with your parents, definitely you go to the same church as your parents. Come and see. I only got two people. And one person was from main church, the other one was Ian. 
now we start the love group the first day where will people sit i remembered ah i have two mattresses one of them no na like a mattress atika wageni yeah basically like the the mattresses that have unakumbuka ile high school watana na wanyolenda group of schools nyinyi kaini kando tutawaeleza wewe awengi tunakumbuka the mattress that had colored colored covers that was my first mattress so over time kanaisha katikati you end up getting a better mattress so i still had it you know what i did i took those two mattresses put one on this side and another one on this other side and then i put what is this thing called bed sheets and people came and sat at this point do i even have money to bring them food to give and give them tea thank god for joy oh i have seen her passing thank god for joy joy is i'll come with mandazis and and, and milk hey come and see that day was always my best day reason being kuna mandazi na maziwa so i was wondering now if my mother came to this house unaona vile unanitesa like it, let's, i have to wait for another girl to come with food in my house otherwise joy asipokuja by the way jua hiyo siku hakuna mandazi na hakuna chai and i believe this is a story for many of us sio kweli we are not able to afford mandazis for guests and tea for guests chai ni trungi ni strungi even for yourself me i used to sleep hungry by then so you tell me you have slept hungry i know how it feels i have slept hungry not because my parents cannot take care of me but because they had chosen not to because of following jesus so i tell people around me me even when i die if i ever die before you there's something i wanted to write on my cross mungu wangu hajawahi niangusha that is something i want okay kama ni nyinyi mtakuwa mtaandika hivyo hapo chini mungu wangu hajawahi niangusha because for real he had, he did not angusha me at any point and why am i telling you this story i know this is a story for most of us most of us say i will not i don't want people to come to my house for love group i don't want to host a love group reason being i don't have food in my house my friend we have been there pastors have been there like two months ago now i say by the way so if you tell me you don't have food i totally understand but god will always send someone to come and bring food for the for you and for your entire household in this case which is the love group okay so i tell you for sure for sure anyone who ever came to my house there is no single day that they did not eat hiyo asubuhi naweza kuwa siku kula breakfast but jioni i am looking forward to evening because i know joy atakuja na mandazi za clean shelf na maziwa hey wherever you are joy god bless you hey when my memoir is written her name has to appear hmm wewe viki wewe so uh, and i remember when i was told to start I remember there's a verse that came to me and I was remembering it last night. Give me 1 Chronicles chapter 13 verse 14. 1 Chronicles 13 14. Because when you open the house, okay, let's read first. The ark of God remained with the family of Obed-Edom in his house for three months, and the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that he had. So in in today's date, am I in today's era you having a love group in your house is opening 
the Ark of the Covenant to the Lord in your house. It's like you're holding... So you know the way the Ark of Covenant was being carried? Wherever it was, it's where people worshipped. So in today's age, when the love group is in your house, it's like the Ark of the Covenant. And each and every time that the Ark of the Covenant comes to your house, you will never lack. And we are told that for three months, the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that he had. So today, I know most of you would like to open love groups, but you feel maybe you are in a situation that Pastor V is in. That is where you are right now. I tell you for sure, for sure. Don't feel bad that you will not open a love group because of that. God will come through for you. God will cause people to be saying that I'm the one who will be providing for these people when they are there. Okay? I know I'm speaking to someone this, this morning. I know I'm speaking to so many of you in one way or another. Unajua situation yako. Si hakuna mtu ameniambia anything by the way. But I know this is a situation for so many of us. Sindio. So open your love open your house for the the love group and for the ark of the covenant and through that it's how God is going to bless you. All right? I decree and declare that as you open your house God will bless you. Anything you need God will provide for you. If it's school fees you need, God will provide for you. If it is rent you need, God will, will provide for you. That reminds me of something. During that season, see now we are planning for our wedding. And then my wedding had a lot of fights. Maybe I was fighting for all of you. Maybe. My wedding from the very start, all the way to, even way after we, after we got married, it was a whole fight. We were always at loggerheads with our parents for reasons not known to anybody. Let's just say it's the devil who was doing all that. Uh, yeah, for some reason, see, I've told you already, my parents have decided I'll not be paying for your rent. My landlord was bad. Talk about being bad. I have seen him close houses for people. So many of them, one after another after another, I, didn't, I was never able to pay my rent. But imagine what? For the three months that I held that love group, my house was never locked. Somehow, somehow, he actually used to come and knock my door. Go, hi, hi, my daughter, how are you? He never, ever, ever locked my house at any point. Just because I was holding a love group, because that is, that is what I was waging war. God, I mean, I was waging war with that thing. God, I am hosting your people. I want your people to change. So there is no way that my house will be locked. At how do we tell people my house has been locked? We have to move to the, the love group from this place to this other place. So if, you, if you're the one holding the Ark of the Covenant, just trust you me. You will never lack rent. If you lack rent, your house will never be locked. And somehow, somehow, God has to come through for you. Alright? So today I decree and declare that the same shall be your portion in Jesus' name. So now let's go to how to select love group shepherds. How many of us would like to be shepherds? I want to give you tips of becoming shepherds. How many of us would like to be shepherds? Love group shepherds and follow up on people. Don't worry, even for the people not lifting their hands, we were once there, now we are here. We started from the bottom. Mm. Now the whole team is here. So the first thing is enthusiasm. That word. I know who he is. I will meet him after the service. 
you know the good thing is when you're here, you know the voices of everybody, sindio? Anajijua ameshika kitu inaitwa camera. Tutapatana tu. So I want us to read Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 47. And thou Thank you that one. Pastor Mark always laughs at me when I say that word, so I choose not to. Aya, let's read Deuteronomy. Give me in uh, NLT. Yes. Let us read. If you do not serve the Lord your God with joy and enthusiasm of benefits you have received, uh-huh. you will serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you. You will be left hungry, thirsty, naked, and lacking in everything. The Lord will put an iron yoke on your neck, oppressing you harshly until he has destroyed you. Go to the first verse, 47. It says, if you do not serve the Lord your God with joy and... So what if you serve, what if you serve the Lord with joy and enthusiasm? What will happen? For the abundant benefits you have received, go to the next verse, the opposite shall happen to you. You will serve, no, the enemies will not serve you, and will not, God will not send the enemies against you. You will not be left hungry, thirsty, naked, and lacking in anything. There's a verse that says, when I sent you, lucky anything. When the disciples of Jesus were sent, did they, they were told to only go with, what is this thing called? Their, their clothes and sandals only. They were not never told to carry money or, or food or anything. They were just to go. Meaning you don't have money with you, Sindo. You don't have extra clothes. No backup, no nothing. But, the, but Jesus asked them, when I sent you, did you lack anything? Lucky anything? Okay, let's read it here. Jesus asked them, when I sent you to preach the good news and you did not have money, a traveler's bag or extra clothing, did you need anything? No, they replied. So for you to be an, a love group shepherd or for you to start a love group, there's only one thing that you need. You need enthusiasm. Reason being, Christians who have stayed in church for quite some time and have got this, the spirit of the ministry are people who can become shepherds. They are people who can become hosts. Because catching the spirit of, the, spirit of the ministry involves so many things. And I'll, I'm going to read for you some of these things. And for you to catch the spirit of the ministry, like in this particular series that we are doing. You can't just rise up and say, I'm going to start a love group in my house or I want to become a shepherd when you don't have the spirit of the ministry. Being a host means you have to be there every Thursday. If you're not there, you're willing to give someone your key for them to open your house every Thursday. Like you're willing to open your house for people, for strangers every Thursday. So well, for, for that to happen, it means that God has to touch your heart. And when God touches your heart, you cut the spirit of the ministry. And do you know what are the spirits of the ministry? Do you know? Do you want to know? How many people want to know? Wow, almost all of you. Catching the spirit of the ministry, it means, number one, you need to have the vision of the house. You need to have the vision of the house. And if you're not writing notes, I wonder what brought you to church. 
So our, the vision of the house, I believe it's written somewhere, or oh, not here, I think it's outside. It, the vision of our house is to compel, raise, and release. And for it to become the vision of our house, it starts from our love group. Because we said our love group is the smallest system of our church. It is the smallest organism. Is that the right word to use? Unit, thank you. It is the smallest unit of our body, the body of Christ, all right? That's the cell. And for the vision to be accomplished, okay, let, let me give, give you this example. For your hand to grow, what do you need to do? You need to eat. For you to, hey, Vicky. For, for this hand to grow, you need to eat. Sindio. For the baby at the back, for them to get to where I am, to my size, it means they have to be nurtured, they have to eat, and do so much for them to grow. Cindio, the same thing happens even in church. For the church to grow, we have to start from the very first thing, the smallest unit. We have to do something to the smallest unit for it to grow to be a mega church, all right? Which is catching the vision of the house. And the vision of our house is to compel, raise, and release. It's the same thing we do in our love group. When I'm inviting Genio to my love group, what happens? I have to go to him and tell him, Hi, Genio, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. I want to invite you to, to my love group, to be a member of my love group, and then from there, I'll take you to church, right? When I do that, I have compelled him to join me in my love group, right? And for me doing that, I have added some, one person to the body of Christ, which is the Greater Love Church. When I add that one person, and Pastor Mark does the same, and Angie does the same, those are three people who've come, right? At the end of it all, if we all do the same thing, we will be double the number that we have. And then after that, I will raise him to be doing whatever I am doing. I'll raise him to be a shepherd. or I'll raise him first to be a strong Christian. And then when he becomes a strong Christian, he can become a shepherd in training. And then from there... A shepherd and then he can do whatever I am doing and then from then I can release him to go and start another love group and in a feel come I like class yeah pastors I'm a shepherd <laughs> and that is how I'm, I'm just training you how to become to have eternal value in heaven okay and I believe that all of us want to have fruits in heaven I believe all of us want to have their crowns shining in heaven how many of us want to have their crowns shining in heaven? For those who want to go to heaven, I believe all of us want. For, for your crown to shine in heaven, it means you have to, you have to do something for God. Whatever you're doing in, your, in the corporate world, it's fine. But what do you have this way? You need to have souls that you have brought to Christ. I was telling God the other day, eh, God, I know I have brought people to you. But according to my capacity, you have given me so much but that I need to multiply myself into so many people so, so that I have so many people following me. And they'll say, it is because of Pastor V that I'm going to heaven. And another person, if I reach out to person X, this person is supposed to reach out to other people. And they'll be saying, it is because of person X that I'm, coming to I'm going to heaven. Person Y says it is because of person I mean, person Z says it is because of person Y that I am coming to heaven. And at the end of it all, all those people in heaven should be like a pyramid scheme. Because I brought this one person, I am here, I brought this one. This one brought this one. This one brought this one. So at the end, so you pyramid scheme? 
kama okay ni kama hii kitu inafanywa siku hizi inaitwa Bitcoin. I believe most of you know about Bitcoin. Yes. Oh yeah Okay, usituambie pesa yako ilimezwa. Asante. It's like that. It's a pyramid scheme. One brings two, two bring two like that. And it ends up being like a pyramid scheme. Imagine going to heaven and you have a million people. Mm. That's a whole nation, right? It's a whole nation of Swaziland. Eh? You have a whole Swaziland saying, it is because of this one person that we have, I have a million people, or I have 10 million people. I see you bringing a million people to Christ and, bring, and discipling them to the kingdom of God. So from there, apart from that, the, the other thing you need to catch is the principles of the house. The principles of the house is the word of God. Whatever we believe in, the word of God. And some of the things is we believe in leadership, we believe in loyalty, we believe in faithfulness, we believe in cell group system. So we have to believe in all those things, okay? And for the enthusiastic person, you also have to believe in the philosophy of the, of the house. The philosophy is the general trend of thinking. For example, one of the things that we believe in, we don't believe in loans. We don't believe in loans. Eh, how am I going to survive? How are we surviving? Are we together? We also believe, uh, uh, part, of the, part of what we believe in, it's also the standards of the house. Standards of the house meaning, means if you are to get married as a husband, you're supposed to get married to one, one wife who is a woman. And if you're a woman, you're supposed to get married to one husband. Who is that? Who is that? That is what we believe in in this house. Okay? And also we believe in faithfulness in your marriage, living moral lives, and also integrity. So for you to become a good Christian and also to be a shepherd and also to become a host, a good host, you also have to believe in all these things. I've told you that for you to be enthusiastic, you need to catch the spirit of the ministry. Sindio? Even for you working wherever you're working, I believe there's a certain, there are certain things that you need to have. For example, I know if you're working for Safaricom, should I use Safaricom? Yes. Okay, let me, let me use an, an example of someone I know. If you're working for the lands industry, for example, like Pastor Mark who works in Optiven, you cannot be believing in Optiven now, username, properties. It's either you're in Optiven or you're in Optiven, right? The same if you're working for Safaricom. You cannot be in Safaricom. Alafu mugumoja iko Airtel. Ama Telcom. Sindio? If it's Safaricom, it's Safaricom 100%. Alright? And if you believe in Jesus, it is either Jesus or Jesus. Are we together? Hakunanga Jesus apa. It's either you're all or nothing. That reminds me of a song we used to sing. Was any wengi? And says that. So what else do you need to catch? You also need to understand the doctrines of the house. The doctrines of the house are the beliefs that we believe in, the trends of teaching. Number, the other thing is the procedures of the house. The procedures of the house is what we have at the back. 
what, this is one of the procedure that we have. That chart over there has how you're supposed to go climb up the ladder. So when you come as a member, you join a class, and then after the class, you join a department. After the department, you join a love group. After the love group, you're supposed to be trained to be a shepherd in training, and then a shepherd, and then an assistant. When you grow up, an assistant elder, from an assistant elder to an elder, from an elder to a chief elder, from a chief elder to a pastor. All right? That's the conveyor belt. By the grace of God in this church, we have a conveyor belt. We already know when you come today, how long it's going to take you to become a shepherd. You just don't just come today because you are very psyched up. You become an, a shepherd tomorrow. Okay? You have to go through the conveyor belt. All right? That is one of the things that we believe in. And that's the procedure. The other thing is the emphasis of the house. What do we believe in? What are the emphasis of the house? That is something like prayer, teaching, deliverance, prosperity, and winning souls. That is part of the emphasis of the house. And one of the reasons why we are having the, the, top, I mean the series that we are doing, the underground church, is to have this. It is one of the spirits that we catch, which is the emphasis of the house. Winning souls is part of the emphasis of the house, which is also the spirit of the ministry. All right? Tuko pamoja. Are we following? Ama kuna Mukosawa? Okay. The last thing is the anointing of the house. And what we, we believe in, the anointing of the house simply means we believe in one person, who is Jesus Christ and Jesus, Right? And Jesus tells us we need to be we, we need to be meeting in homes and in in churches, not just any church. Right now you are at the Greater Love Church. This should be your last stop. Maybe you've been hoping from one to another, one church to another. The anointing in this church and in church X are totally different. We flow in different anointings. We believe in the same Jesus. But the anointing we carry. The, the anointing in this house is different from the anointing in church X or church Y or church Z, right? That's why in some churches you'll find them casting out demons every Sunday. We don't do that every Sunday. And we have a reason for it. It's not, it's not that we don't believe in it. We believe in that as the past, our pastor tells us that when he teaches us, that is, that is the best form of chasing away demons, all right? Uh, other churches believe in that thing, which is still okay. But this is what we believe in. The same way I know there is someone, Anasemanga, kwake sandwich hayezi kuliwa tupo. Anajijua. Sandwich hayezi kuliwa tupo. It has to have something in the inside. It just can't be as atimkate umepaka blue band, ukatost. And then, huh? oh, mkate, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, like mkate, you just toast the bread. And you serve this person like that. He believes in there has to be something in the middle. That's why it's called a sandwich. It's the same thing. It's your story. But God be thanked. And on the other side, where how mind kukulam kate ikuteko. Kavu kavu na maji ukosawa, sindio? Basi mkata ni mkate tu. It's the same thing. 
So for you to be able to start a love group, to be a host or a shepherd, you need to be enthusiastic. And that reminds me of a song we used to sing in Sunday school. I'm alive, a lot awake, enthusiastic. I'm alive, a lot awake, enthusiastic. I'm alive, a lot awake, I'm awake, a lot alive. I'm alive, a lot awake, enthusiastic. Hey, you'll be there. How can I stand this cool way? Oh, you're my son, But God be thanked. Number two. I'm, I'm almost finishing, by the way. I want to finish in the next few minutes. Number two, testimony. For you to be a good shepherd or a good host, you need good testimonies. In the last one week, we've been receiving so many testimonies from love groups. So if you don't have a testimony from your love group, there's something you're missing. Sindio, yesterday was sent for a, a very nice and powerful testimony of someone we went to visit. We went to visit someone in hospital on Friday. Friday or Thursday? Thursday. This person we went to visit is not even a member of our church. But the sister is a member of a love group in our church. The sister had a baby, and then the baby had, a, had some complications. And we just decided, Pastor Mark and I and some of the leaders, we decided to just go and see this person. And we prayed with this person. You see, this person is not even our member, but is a family member to one of our members. So why should we go to such a person? We went to such a person because this person really matters to us. You understand? So this baby was sick and by now, from Thursday till now, they are now at home, discharged and very healthy. Thank the Lord for that. And I believe so many of us, when you, you are in need, we have come so many times to your house. Cindy, I believe you're sh I might not come or Pasi might not come, but if you see the love group shepherd, he's there for on behalf of the church, all right? Let me give you another example. My son was really sick this week. On Monday and on Wednesday. On Monday, like, he was really sick. And I met with someone. He was just walking and asked me, where are you going at this time? And I told him, ah, I'm going to hospital. He's like, just stop. I'm going to drive you to hospital. And this guy just took me to hospital. Yeah, not just, he went there. He was made sure that he was there throughout the, the time. And so how the baby was being taken care of and all. So on Tuesday we were in church. Wednesday, hey, come and see. My son woke up very, very, very sick. And I was wondering, what am I supposed to do? I just looked around and wondered. I may just call person and told person, you know what? Baby is very sick and we need to take him to hospital right now. I don't have a car that I will drive to hospital. What did I do? So Pastor was so far, he couldn't come back. He, sent, he called Pastor Eddie. Pastor Eddie, go and take those people to hospital. By the time Pastor Eddie was getting there, other people had started coming. By the time we were, going back, we were in hospital, we were being asked, is this a family? Like the hospital was so full. Why? Because of the church. And I believe if most of you knew about that story, you'd also be there. Because I just told one person, this one person told this one, this one told this one, this one told this one. By the time we were getting home, my house was very full. 
reason being being connected to a family. Mind you, none of my family members was there. Like my blood brothers or my mother or, or my father. Sisi, nini, ndiyo mko, sindio. Because before my mom travels all the way from where she is to this place, how long will it gonna take? It's gonna take long, right? But you see, my church family was there for me. Was there for me. I saw people and I was actually wondering, Pastor Eddie is supposed to be traveling. I should not be bothering him. But by the time he was, by the time he was called, in five minutes he was in my house. You see the beauty of church. And he actually took the baby, prayed for him first, and then we went to hospital. So I believe you'd want us to see you during your bad times because we all have bad times and good times, right? Eh, for us to be there, because you just can't be Kemedero somewhere. At so and so lost their father. We don't know who you are. It's so hard for me to come to you. There's a time one of us lost their father. I had to be there. I was sick, but I had to be there for this person. Because I know this person is very important to me. Reason being they are part of this church. When I also lost my father last year, my house was always full. I was hosting 20 people. 20 people a day. People, the people sleeping in my house were 20. None of them is my family member. Do, would you want that for you as well? Eh? Would you want the same for you as well? They're not doing this because I am their pastor. They're just doing this because of love and they feel I am part of their family. Alright? For me to come to your place, Austin, it means you ha you're, you're very important to me. In what way? You have to be a member of a love group because most of the times you hear person X is sick. Okay, this is how you get to know people. Aha, uh -huh, which zone does he come from? Queer. Queer. Aha, uh -huh, love group near Nani. So that way we are able to know who this person is. But if you just come to church without a love group, with nothing, how will we be able to help you? You'll be there bitter about church, saying that we don't come to you. But it's not that we don't come to you. We don't know you. You get it? Just coming to church doesn't mean that we know you. I might be knowing your face. Like you see, the, the girl we went to see, I didn't know her. I personally didn't know her. I was just told this person has a sick sister who is in hospital. Because the person I thought in my mind was somewhere seated, somewhere seated on this side. But getting there, I'm like, okay, where is this person? I'm told, ah, ni mimi. Ah, we are wondering, ni wewe. Honestly speaking, I don't know that person. I think I've only talked to her like once. But I was there, personally. Would you like us to visit you? during your good times and your bad times, during your weddings. You know some of you don't see the need of a love group right now because you're still very young. I remember me during my wedding. I have been many stories today. During my wedding, I remember if there are people who really stood with me are my church family. My, my zone is MMU. They were really there. Uh, the leaders were there standing with me. In my pain, they were, have always been there. In my joy, they have always been there. When I was getting a baby, they were all there. I didn't remember. Eh, Ikanisa. Would you want the same for you? Would you want the same for you? Yeah, I remember during Vicky's wedding, most of you were asking me, see, you just sit down and eat, and I'm wondering, who sit for what, for why? Where am I sitting? One of us is getting married. I should be up and running, making sure everything is fine. Cindy Oskita, would you want me to be running during your wedding? Uh, for us to be running during your wedding, because all of you, I see you getting married. Yeah. 
for us to be there running everywhere, it means you have to be part of a team, right? You want us to help you. It doesn't work like that. Okay? So I believe that most of you will be charged enough to have great testimonies and also to be great shepherds. Okay? When I was in campus, I remember I have struggled with so many things that I'm not going to speak about right now. So one of my struggles was drugs. And in my struggle with drugs, I have had so many people coming to see me because of the same issue. You see someone who has not struggled with drugs, who has never had anything, utamwambia, si wache tu, by the way, shida nini, si wache tu. But where iki tu si raisi? Unaget? Siki tu ntasema, it does not work like that. Someone walked with me and actually gave me a dosage. Leo kunyo tano. Kesho, tufanya tatu. Usipitishe hapo. Na ukipitisha ni sawa tu. Sita kujaji, tusonge, tutusonge. Sindio, evil tu until I was out of it. You see, I'm in a very good position to talk to someone who is going through something like that, Right? Someone who's doing with, I am in a very good position to advise that person. Afanya hivi, usivutange tano. Fanya, jaribu nne wiki. Alafu yo wiki ingini, alafu nipatia report Sunday. It looks, haikai kitu realistic, sindio? Haikai spiritual, sindio? But you see, my testimony is what is making me want to help you. If I, was, I never went through these situations, I will be there telling you, Naomi, you have to stop and stop or else you leave this church. We bind, we bind this devil. You get it. But I understand this is a struggle. A struggle you don't just break out of it at overnight, ama instantly. It's a process. Sindio? The same way. So I will understand you. And most of you, you have gone through so many issues, right? There are issues I have not gone through, but maybe someone like Pastor Sess has gone through them. You get, or other, any other person. I have not lived without a father by the grace of God, but someone else has lived without a father. So when I see a person struggling because they did not grow up with a father, I know the person to direct them to, right? So even for you, you're supposed to extend the same grace, not just say, apana, but then you ufala, usiko unafanya evil. Like, ah, where? See, how could, uh, like, he was not with you. Where move on? It's, ne it's, it's easier said than done, right? I, I, like, like I told you, I lost my dad last year. So if right now someone comes and tells me that they have lost a loved one, they have lost a father, I know how it feels. Pastor Mark may not understand you the same way I will understand you. I know that grieving is a process. It's not a one-time When you come to me and tell me, by the way, I am so broken, six months later, one year later, I will understand you because I am on that process, right? But you'll go to someone else, we do not mourn like that. It is never... You get, some of you have lost mothers. And the same way you've lost mothers, you know how to console someone. You know how it is to live without a mother, right? I might not understand that, but someone else will understand that. And that is why... Such people, you're supposed to be the first people to be up to encourage people and become great shepherds and also host of love groups, okay? Are you getting something? Yes. Are you understanding something? Yes. So the Bible says in Revelations chapter 12 verse 11. Give me Revelations 12 11. Is it on the screen? 
and they'd have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and the, by the, their testimonies. And they, oh, let's read again. And they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. So, if God has given you a testimony, don't love your life too much. Do not love your life too much you, that you're afraid to die. How, what do I mean by dying? Dying doesn't mean at your natural death. It means being selfless. Are you willing to share your Wi-Fi with us on that day? Hi, huh? Are you willing to share the tokens with us on that day? Can we charge our phones on that day? Will you be willing to die to be able to have a love group in your house? Will you be willing to die to kitumia gaseyako? Will you be willing to allow us to do it? It's a question. I don't want you to answer me. It's the same thing. The scripture says, and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. The Bible says that to whom much is given, much is required. And if God has, and who, he who has been forgiven, forgives much. Personally, so many people have come to see me because of their, maybe dealing with drugs and all that. I am not so quick to tell them, why are you doing this? Even if we fail. And some of them can concur with me. I have told them that you have fallen today, but rise up. We don't stay on the ground. Keep going. So are you willing to do that to your fellow sister or brother? As a love group shepherd, even as a host, are you willing to do the same? Because if God has blessed you that much, are you willing to also reach out to other people and help them get over whatever you, went, you got over? Are you willing to do that? It's a question. Okay? All right. And then, not the last one. Uh, the third one is dedication. Dedication. For you to be a host or a love group shepherd, you need one thing called... This one thing, dedication. This one thing. Hey, dedication. How, ma how many of us can say that they are dedicated to the work of God? Dedicated to the work of God. Kai hakuna. Ama we are all work in progress, eh? Okay, nani wa mianza your work in progress? You have started by a step. Uh, most of us. So how do we tell that someone is dedicated? For you to be, for us to say, by the way, I think Jimmy needs to be a shepherd. What will make us know that he is for real, for real? Why should we? There has to be dedication. Let me tell you what dedication is. How do we get to know dedication? Dedication, in this church, we look at three things. Somebody said three things. three things. 
number one, his attendance to his attendance record in church and other meetings, including love groups. His attendance record in church and other meetings, including love groups. His attendance record in church in church and other meetings, including love groups. So what God touch Please, God touch my father to send me rent. Alafu next week utumiwe rent. The next week, tunakupigia simu. Haushiki. Tunakulizo unakuja touch. Hawongei. Unatuona kwa mlango? Ukona ivasha. Ama unatuona unatuangalia tu unarudi kulala. Hey. You know people who come for busing, but they need to be... Yeah, those people, I believe that we will have a special place in heaven. Amen. So, one of the reasons I've told you is attendance in church and other meetings, including love groups. So, if you do not attend church, every church meeting, love groups, how will we say that you're dedicated? Or will you see your friends rising? Mulikuja church the same day. Same day. Got born again same day. Lakini, the difference between you and you and this person is Cairo and Jericho. Would you want that about your life? And then you'll be so bitter saying, Oh, my friends are becoming pastors. I'm still at Yapanani now. Never we came to church the same time. But there's a difference between the two of you. One of you is dedicated, but you, you just decided I'll be coming to church like KPLC. You'll come today. The next time you won't even tell us as KPLC does, Unaenda too. After some time, you come. You come to church out of convenience. Are you ready to be a dedicated member? Okay, number two. Hapa ndiyo kuna kizungumkuti. Ainyorosha. Tithing record. Which is an, an essential part of faith. Tithing record, which is an essential part of faith. So for you to be a leader or a shepherd or a host, you need to have a good tithing record because you cannot be taking people to a place you have not been. You cannot be leading people, telling them, you need to tithe, but wewe mwenyewe. You're not tithing. You need to have, for, you, for me to speak about tithing right now, it's me, for me to have that moral authority to tell you about tithing, it is because I tithe. I don't just tell you, bring tithes, it is, I'm receiving tithes. No, 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 no. I tithe 10% of every income that comes through my hands. Okay? So when I'm telling you, tithing is a very good thing. Take it seriously. And also do what? Tithe. Okay? And the, number three, demonstrated, demonstrated commitment in unity in the life of the church. Demonstrated community to the unity in life of the church. What does this mean? This means, the commitment to unity means, next week we have coffee run. You're supposed to be here. We're supposed to be one team, Sindo. We, we are one, we're supposed to be one united team, right? One united organization. So you need to show commitments into the unity of our life church, of the life of our church. Coffee run, be here. Tuesday service, be here. Thursdays, 
be there for love group. Tukona nini ngine? Megana Kazo, be here. Alright? So that's the only way that you will become a what? A leader. A good leader. Alright? Number four. This is the second last one. You're supposed to be spirit-filled. For our love groups, for you to be a leader of a love group, or for you to be a host of a love group, we don't, we, you just can't take anybody to be a host. And I believe that most of us would love to be hosts. Because we have read that as long as the Ark of the Covenant was in the house of Obed-Edom, the Lord made him to prosper. Do you want prosperity? So I decree and declare that as you open your houses, prosperity is your portion. You're not receiving. As you open your houses, prosperity is your portion. Whatever you need, you'll always get it. In Jesus' name. Okay. That means, to be spirit-filled, it means you have to be dependent on the Holy Spirit. And it is very important because you must rely on Him each and every day. You must rely on the Holy Spirit each and every day. A leader must be baptized by the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. If one is spirit-filled, we are assured that this person can lead others to Christ and pray powerfully for people's needs. I believe that most of us have testimonies because of one thing. Most of the shepherds are spirit-filled. I believe so. For someone to pray for you and for, this, for the prayer to rise up to the Father and come back answered, it means this person is spirit-filled, right? And for, even as for, for us to reach out to other people, God will, when you're, you're spirit-filled, God will direct you to where you need to go. Maybe today God tells you, it is not this road. Let's go to Koira Road. That is where souls are. And when you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, you will always get results. Alright? So as a leader, for you to be able to open your house, we say that you should be spirit-filled. Alright? Spirit-filled. And the last one, time and money. Time and money. Time and money. Our pastor tells us that we, you should serve the Lord with three T's. Three T's. T number one, time. T number two is treasure. And T number three is talent. So, we are taught, the Bible says that where your treasure is, is where your heart is. And most of us, our treasure is in in our wallet. So where your treasure is, is where your heart is. And, the, and there's a saying that goes that when, if you want a job done, give it to a busy person. If you want a job done, give it to a busy person. They will always figure out how it's supposed to work out for them to get results. But in the ministry, that is not the case. If you give it to a busy, this does not apply in the spiritual Leadership. The busier the person is, the less time he's going to have to listen to, to listen and receive direction from the Holy Spirit. So for you to be a leader, for you to be a shepherd, for you to be a host, you need one thing. You need time. It doesn't mean because you, you, are, you, you have a job that is 8 to 5, you cannot be a leader. I mean, you cannot be a leader or a shepherd. What means is you have to create time. Okay? Time for you to... Speak and talk to Jesus. Speak and receive. You, you speak to Jesus and you receive from, the, the, from him. Sour. 
for you to be a good leader. The same way we said for us to go for an akazo from, if we are, we are here and we want to go for an akazo, we might go to all these roads and not get people. But maybe the people, the souls that we need are in the next road. We go all the way down to Olekasasi, then come back this way. Nakumbe Watu, they're in the next Koira road. So for us to get to know where the souls are, for us to get to know where to get souls from and to be able to fill this place, we need what? We need to spend time with the Holy Spirit and to spend time with God. How do we spend time with God? through our quiet time. You just can't be waking up in the morning and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this day. Be with me. Amen. How will we get souls? Will you even listen to me? Will you even give me, give me money? If I come to you like that, will, will, you do that? will you do it? You will not give me money, right? And, but if I come to Pastor Mark and tell Pastor Mark, by the way, Pastor Mark, I have a need and I need it solved. You will get to ask me, how much do you need, right? Imagine the same thing with God. And for all of us, we say that for us, to, the vision of this house is to compel, raise, and release. And we started from the smallest unit of our church, which is the love group. And I believe that most of us have come to church, and what has kept us in church is the love group, right? And you know something called metamorphosis. Hamjui metamorphosis. Metamorphosis is there. It's the transition from one thing to another. Like, for example, a butterfly. A butterfly starts from egg. Hey, Lillian, it's okay. You are a, as an art student, science student. It's our time to shine, okay? We start from egg, right? An egg is just an egg, right? Then we go to lava. Lava is where the butterfly becomes a monyongoro. See, you know those worms. And, and then from there, it becomes a pupa. Pupa is a stage where it's enclosed in a shell. And then from there, it becomes an adult. That's where it flies like a butterfly. But imagine even in church, the same thing happens. You are brought here like an egg. Being brought as an egg, you're very delicate. We have to teach you everything, how to pray, how to read the word, how to listen to someone's, how to do everything that you know now for you to be a strong Christian. So from the egg, you become a lover. A lover is where you become that? That kathing. Not a snake. That's... You know what I'm talking about, life, right? Ooh and then from there, that is where you start knowing the systems of the church. And then from there, you start reaching out to people. That is where you are getting incubated. You bring people to church. That is where you are getting incubated. That is the, the point of raising people. You're from the lava to the pupa. All right? Then from the pupa, you can fly all out, reach out to people, and as a pupa, you're able to lay the eggs again. What do you mean by laying eggs again? It means you're now supposed to do the same cycle all over again. So it's, now, it's your time now. If I brought Katunge, Katunge is now supposed to go through the whole process again. And that's why our vision is to compel, raise, and 
release, and then we go back. Compel, raise, release, then go back. Compel, raise, release. So all of us who are here this afternoon, I would urge you to be able to, to catch up with the spirit of the ministry, understand the spirit and, the, and catch the spirit of the ministry, all right? Which is, and the vision of the house, which is to compel, raise, and release, all right? Have you understood? So number one, we said it is enthusiasm. Number two, testimony. Number three, dedication. Number four, spirit filled. Number five, time and money, all right? And we say that we have to go through the process all over again. Do not be a Christian who is becoming obese. So, you know, I, I believe we all know an obese person, how an obese person looks like. Do you want to be spiritually obese? You need to keep, keep going through the circles of, all over again. So you get one person, you compel them to Christ, you bring them to church, they are raised, and then they are released to become shepherds. Because I believe all of us need to be shepherds. And you, became, you came to this church for you to be a better person, not just be a normal member. You cannot be a normal member since 2017 until 2021. We are turning five next year. It's a problem, right? Even the baby at the back, he can't be held like this for the next five years, right? This baby has to grow, breastfeed, then grow to a place where he's able to feed, then start walking, talking like that, then goes to school, grows, becomes a teenager, then get, gets, to, gets married, has children, and the cycle goes over and over again. Even in our spiritual life, the same should be your portion. Thank you. That's the submission I have for you today.